0: Welcome to episode 016 of the Bit Beacon broadcast. It's January 9th, 2024. Yeah, Not 2023. New year. Get used to writing it. We're on the notes here. I, I have the wrong year written. Of course you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just noticed that. Rookie mistake. Um, But uh, yeah, we're back. It's actually the new year this time. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick has returned from his... Las Vegas. Vacation and uh let's let's get started he'll tell us a little bit about that in a minute so i have been playing a rom hack of the first generation pokemon games pokemon blue version is the one that i chose but this rom hack exists for uh red version and green version as well Mm -hmm. um and it's called shin pokemon blue um and it's really like a like the vanilla Pokemon Blue version is still there, but it's just implemented a bunch of like bug fixes and just kind of other fun things. Like you can change, you can talk to this NPC in Oak's Labs, and all the spawns for all Pokemon will get mixed up, so you're encountering Pokemon you normally would not encounter until much later in the game, earlier and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can rebattle like any trainer you know you don't have to like it's not one-time battle only like so some kind of modern conveniences like that uh, that we see in the when the in the modern pokemon games today things you couldn't do back then or you could only do in like gold and silver when you got like a phone call at the right time right um which was a great addition yeah i love that yeah like you almost like develop like friendships with the random trainers you met in the world
1: it's awesome i wish the phone could store them all
0: yeah that's my only yeah because then you have to like deregister people yeah i think uh ruby and sapphire you could register a lot of trainers Mm -hmm. to some kind of communication device right
1: wasn't that the one where you had a hideout or something and you do
0: have a hideout there too right um and what was cool about the hideouts is that you can make them and then if you like connected with another train like another friend who had their game, like their hideout would appear in your game. Yeah. And you could go to their hideout and like battle them once a day.
1: I remember that. I think you could trade berries or something like that
0: or you can mix berries to create I think was that was that the Poffins? Or or... Yeah, it was for the contest stats. That's why yeah. the contest began was the third generation games. Right. Um, but back to Shin Pokemon Blue real quick. Um, some other things, like, you can do, like, you have running shoes. There's, mm-hmm. like, a hard mode you can activate where trainers are, like, using items and stuff against you. Um, That's pretty cool. The AI has improved. Um, so, like, they're actually, like, putting you to sleep and, you know, like, mm-hmm. using Dream Eater on you, you know, that kind of a thing. Gotcha. Um, so it is more challenging. There's even an NPC you can talk to in Oak's Lab that will toggle, like, the game scaling. Mm -hmm. along with you i tried to do that but like it was insanely challenging like i just couldn't like all of a sudden there's a level 15 b drill and i'm like level 12 and Mm -hmm. i couldn't i couldn't do it that's crazy yeah
1: um so who developed this rom or mod um
0: so this it was developed by a group of people over several years um i don't have like the team's name or the group's name Uh, But I know it was like a collaborative kind of thing. Where would you get it, though? Uh, You can download it on ROM. uh, I think it's ROM hacking. It's a website that they don't have the hacked ROMs. They just have the patch files. That's all they do is host the patch files. You have to source your own ROM. Got it. I I was able to use a ROM that I had uh, obtained, you know, from my own cartridge. Ripped yourself. Yeah. Um, So but sometimes you'll find that like the patches are made for a very specific like version. version of oh, the okay. cart, you know, because a lot of well, NES games, Super Nintendo games, and even Game Boy games would get revisions, they would call them. right? And so if you didn't have the right revision, then the patch would not work, and then, I don't know, you'd have to go somewhere else to get your ROM file. Right.
1: That that plays into, like, retro game collecting a lot. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: you got to, like, open carts yeah. and, like, look like, at... Like, there's yeah. no
1: way on the cart especially you know this is especially relevant for like nes and game
0: boy you know switch cartridges do the same thing they release revision cartridges mm-hmm. yeah. so like you'll you'll find if you bought a game at launch compared to like years later right. the years later cartridge will likely have more of the patches there already are patches built that, that you don't home. even
1: know yeah. about that they just put it into manufacturing yeah. and no one knows um even playstation one I've got a couple stories of, like, certain titles where, like, infamous stuff has happened. There's one Tiger Woods game on PS1 where initially it had, like, some explicit image, like, in the file that you could dump on Windows, stuff like that. And then that was removed you know through revision
0: and it wasn't silent hill 2 the greatest hits or something like that didn't that have like a more i
1: think that's a little different they added a sub scenario that was about three hours of additional gameplay where you play as one of the side characters in the story um that was only available on the red label greatest hits version and not available on the black
0: was that like advertised
1: not not really. No? No, it's just an additional thing from the main menu. Okay. You, I think you access it after you beat the game. Gotcha. But uh, that does make the red label more valuable than the black label. which it's generally not the case. Yeah, <laughs> that's the reverse of the typical situation. You know,
0: oftentimes I wonder if, like, the, the greatest hits version of a game is technically the more rare version. Like, they printed less copies of the greatest hits mm-hmm. version than they did, like, the I, original.
1: I've thought about that, too. Especially Uh,
0: for games that have sold like 20 million copies. Right. And it's like years later, the Greatest Hits version comes out. Right.
1: You think they printed another 20 million? No. No, I doubt it. No way. Um, One thing, experience of mine that comes to mind, I own the Greatest Hit or Player's Choice version of Animal Crossing on GameCube. Right. And that one
0: came with a memory card. And I don't know. The original one did. It did? Okay. Yeah, I bought Animal Crossing online. It had a
1: specific sticker on it. I don't, yeah, it did. Okay.
0: The, so does the other one? Yeah, that was like one of the things like appealing about that game. It was like, hey, okay, a regular price game plus it comes with like yeah. a fifty-two yeah. slot memory right. card. Is like okay.
1: that's like twenty dollars in value. Yeah, there.
0: but I mean the game does require yeah the whole entire space of the memory card. Pretty much. So, yeah. uh, you know. It, but I it's cool that it comes with a title. I own, agree. Yeah. You know, with
1: a label sticker. I think the
0: only other GameCube, hesitate to call it a game, but uh, software was Pokemon Box. That one came with its own memory card as well. That's a title. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I know some people are like, that's not a game. You're right. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's part of the library. you got to be
1: open-minded. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, Shin Pokemon Blue, I've been playing that. I'm up to, I'm on the SSN right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's a good part in the game. Oh, yeah. Did you go check for Mew? I, well. Dude, they had to do it. They had to put it in there. Well, okay. So, yeah, this game has apparently added, this ROM hack, I should say, has added some post game stuff. Mm -hmm. But the the description I read was kind of vague about what it is. But apparently, every single Pokemon is catchable in the game. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, But in the original game, in order to ever get to the truck, you would have to, like, faint or teleport on the SSM. Yeah. So that way the ship wouldn't leave after you got the cut HM.
1: That's the only way to do it legitimately.
0: To get back to the truck. Right. So you surf and then yeah. you go to the truck. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, if you had Game Shark, you could just... Right. You know, give yourself surf. Yeah, early on. Right. Exactly. Or give yourself the badge that you need. Right. Um, but, yeah... Yeah, you have to faint or you have to teleport off the SSN to be able to, like, have surf to get to that truck. That truck. That's... But the fact that the truck exists yeah. always just boggled my mind.
0: Because it's off screen. Why is it there? You can't see it.
1: Yeah. And it, the official Nintendo Power Guide gives you that overworld map right. that's, like, all the screenshots put yeah. together.
0: And it's there. You can see it. Yeah, so that was what led players to be like, how do we what get to that What is going truck? on with that yeah. dump truck? And that's like the only vehicle to appear in the entire game it's
1: so weird and as a kid it like influenced my view of dump trucks <laughs> in the real world like it's i don't know
0: like were you like checking under them for mew? no
1: it just it, f- it would i don't know it would just flash back in my mind to pokemon blue anytime yeah. i saw one especially one parked you yeah know? yeah just i don't know it,
0: it... You know, like the most mysterious Pokemon of all, Mew. Yeah, easily. Why would it be hiding under a truck?
1: Yeah. that you. I And there's different versions of the rumor. Oh, yeah. One, you have to use Strength.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's the one I knew. You had to use mm-hmm. Surf to get over there, and then you had to use Strength to push the truck. Right. When I read that rumor, I kid you not, I restarted one of the save files on my game. Yeah. And did a whole entire playthrough yeah. just to get to that point. Right and i remember surfing off the little wharf over to the side piece of land where the truck was at i remember walking up to it mm-hmm. i think i was standing on the front side of the truck and i or the back side i can't remember but anyways i was on the side where i was supposed to stand and then I hit use strength, you know, Pokemon uses strength. And then I start like pushing over on it and nothing happened. Nothing, nothing. It's... In my head, I was just ready for the truck to like move over. Yeah. And then that little like, item icon. Like would... the boulders that you use yeah. strength on. Yeah. And then the little item icon would just be sitting there on the ground. The mm. little thing that looks like a Pokeball. And I click on it and it'd be like, Mew's added to your party you know, yeah. or something like that. Or Mew would
1: be sitting there as an event
0: oh, encounter. Okay. That was what I guess I like Mew too, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I always envisioned the item. Like, I would just pick up the Pokeball and you would become mine.
1: If you were in middle school at this time, or you were anywhere I was above, elementary still. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you were between fourth and like seventh grade at this time, everyone at your school, this is what we were talking about. Yeah. Everybody knew about this. Like, everybody was discussing it. Everyone was taught, given their own version of yeah. how it works, given their own version of how to duplicate items and gold and silver. Like, this is what went on Mm -hmm. and if you didn't if you weren't part of that conversation you were out of the loop
0: yeah like you you had to be you had to be playing pokemon or you were a nobody
1: it was a very special time
0: girls boys yeah it did everyone came together transcended everyone came together
1: everyone came together to like tell me where the sleeping snorlax is because i didn't know you know you
0: you showed up a little late to the party i
1: did but i always do yeah and that's my thing
0: fashionably late yeah
1: fashionably late exactly the richard Um, story but uh yeah it it was just a special time i don't think it'll ever happen again i don't think that they're doing that with scarlet and violet and i mean
0: there's the internet ruins everything yeah yeah it's ruined i mean the internet existed back then but it existed to perpetuate those rumors. Yeah, that's true. There was nobody debunking things. When
1: we were in middle school, we had Game Facts. Yeah. And that was our
0: big. And like they published anything, like on the cheat section or the secret section, it was just filled with fan theories, like unverified junk. Right. Like I remember reading stuff about battling Professor Oak. Yeah, Like you would have to beat the Elite Four 150 times and then you go back to the lab and Professor Oak would be waiting there to battle Uh, you.
1: I had a rumor that I believed in until I tried it where in Gold and Silver, if you went into the room with Koga, because he has grass all over, and then also I think another version was in Lance's room in the Elite Four and you use Sweet Scent, Uh Mew or Celebi would
0: appear or something like that. In the Elite Four room? Yeah. Um, it didn't work. No. (laughs) You remember, like, (laughs) I keep using it. I ran out of PP. Right.
1: Um, but yeah, that, that just, man, flashbacks. So I would expect mods to, like, implement some of this.
0: I hope so, yeah. I know, one thing I appreciate that this mod isn't doing is it's not adding Pokemon that don't belong in the game there. Sure. That's one thing I don't like about Pokemon... Mods, yeah, like there's fan like fan like some ROM hacks go too far for me, sure, like they like change the game too much. Mm -hmm. Like, I still want the essence of the original game to be there, I just want some like fun extras, and that's Mm -hmm. what this is so far. It's just like a a remix version of Gen 1 Pokemon games, which is fun for me because I've played Gen 1 Pokemon games, you know, Mm -hmm. 50 plus times, probably right um so this is like a fun way to experience it a little different um i got one more rumor that just came back to me oh i mean i got another one too
1: i so in gold and silver i had heard a rumor that there's a key item dynamite or whatever okay some explosive device that you could use to open up the unknown cavern where mewtwo was okay you know how in gold and silver that's like sealed off and there's someone standing in front of it I heard a rumor that there's a way to get dynamite in your key item slot and that guy moves and you can go use the dynamite oh, okay. to get in and capture Mewtwo. Not in the game. No. Sad. Um, there's also, if you look at the... Because the Nintendo Power Guide also had like that overworld map that mm-hmm. I described. In, on Cenobar Island, the mountain has a lake with water. Yeah. It's just a rectangle of water. That there's no way to access. Yeah. Without like. So
0: I used when I I had Game Shark for mm-hmm. my game and anywhere you know there's routes you can walk on and they're, they're like gated off right, but yeah. you can see grass. There is grass. on the other side,
1: especially around like uh, Pallet Town.
0: Yes, especially yeah. around Pallet Town. And I remember like getting the Game Shark, getting the walk through walls code, mm-hmm. and like going into that grass for the first time. Yeah. And then it will it would like a battle would start but then it would crash really like okay. yeah the, there was like no encounter match or whatever for it's the... crazy
1: though to think that there was like the battle system running yeah in that, in that grass that's yeah. out of bounds
0: yeah those games uh, especially gen one they seem particularly uh patched work together mm-hmm. like literally sewn on yeah. like Some, they got it functioning, but like just barely. You wouldn't know it.
1: With all these glitches and all, because that's what results from all that patchwork is glitches. Yep. That creates such an, like, Essence of mystery, yeah. Especially thinking about like missing no and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you want to understand what that is. (laughs) You want to like understand. You know,
0: missing no only exists, or like the missing no we know only exists in like the American, Mm -hmm. like the the North American or the America's copy of the game, essentially, Right, right um in other languages like the european you can't encounter missing no by surfing up and down Cinnabar. but
1: in addition to missing no you also encounter two pokemon that are decided by the name that you type right. in right yeah uh, for me it was uh 100 level 150 cloister and then a level 150 uh there was uh well, who was the other one it was cloister and someone else
0: i remember there was a playthrough i did where i was encountering like Crazy, some I can't remember the level it was, but it was like Venusaurs, like yeah. wild Venusaurs yeah. up and down the coast. Mine might have been
1: Blastoise,
0: okay? <clears throat> yeah,
1: just what
0: when do you I remember behind Bill's house? You could get Blue. that rumor? Yeah, yeah, that was when like Meryl had just been seen in like mm. Japanese magazines and people yeah, were calling it Peekaboo
1: leading up to like Pro- Pokemon the first movie's release, yeah, and yeah, um, Meryl, no one knew what it was. And yeah, people we called it Pika Yep, because it's the
0: Pikachu. You know, I mean, yeah, it looks Pikachuish.
1: Yeah, it's Pikachu. One of the Pikachu. Well,
0: like. no, Pichu is the
1: well, Pichu is part of the family. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't. Uh, mm. I've never truly considered a Meryl a Pikachu like. Mm. I mean, I, I can see. I say it
1: is. I say it's the. Gen I mean, two the Pika-
0: Pikachu-like has always been electric. In every generation.
1: Uh, let me let me go through that real fast. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right. So I don't truly. I can see where some might say it is, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree. But like for me, the hard coded thing is like it's got to be electric. Okay, for me,
1: okay, I got it. I got some for you. Okay. So the pseudo legendary has always been a dragon type, except Gen two, which is rock and dark. Right, Tyranitar. Right. So Gen two is just like that.
0: Yeah, I guess. Sure. So all right, okay, okay, I could see. I'm, I can see even clearer now why some people would think that way. And I think that's a fair assumption. There you go. Um, But I still stick to mine. It's gotta be electric. Of course you do. (laughs) But I I understand why some people see it otherwise. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, So yeah, I've been playing Shin Pokemon Blue. Gonna keep working on that as I'm doing other you know gaming stuff that's
1: interesting keep us posted on that. yeah
0: yeah i'm looking forward to getting to like the post-game stuff Mm -hmm. so i can see what other cool little fun these mods
1: if it doesn't exist they need to implement these rumors they need to go back to
0: 1999 (laughs) (laughs) well i'll get back to you but there are so many rom hacks yeah especially for like gen 1 gen 2 pokemon games like so many even for gen 3 ones as well um There's varying degrees of, like I said, I think some ROM hacks can go too far for me where they're, like, creating new Pokemon that didn't exist or, like, adding types in that don't exist. Like, that that kind of stuff I'm really not interested in. Mm -hmm. I want to keep it pure. The thing with Shin Pokemon Blue is that I can still trade with, like, regular, you know, red and blue.
1: Are they, okay, so would Nintendo flag those Pokemon as
0: illegitimate? I don't think there's a way for them to do so okay. because they're still generated normally. And Gen 1 and 2 didn't have caught location data for Pokemon. Oh, okay. So there's no way to say, like, oh, this Pokemon was caught in a place it couldn't be caught in, if that makes sense. So
1: is what system are you
0: playing this on? It's just, like, for Game Boy. Game, okay. Oh, right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I'm playing it on my analog pocket, but I could, put, I could load that cartridge on a regular Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Oh, but you
1: can't access home.
0: No, no, no. This is generation one. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm not playing on All a 3DS. Right. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, there's ways through hacking <laughs> that I can get that save file onto <laughs> like a 3DS. straight up hacking, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can just move that save file to the 3DS, and then I could make it so those Pokemon could go to home, mm-hmm. um, and they would be seen as legitimate, Um But, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten into 3DS hacking too much, although I hear it's very easy to do these days. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have heard that, too.
0: All right, so enough about Pokemon. Um, Tell us about what you've been playing in Vegas.
1: So, craps and blackjack um, at the tables. At the tables. Yeah, so for me, that's a big step. Like, actually, I've always been intimidated by the tables. I feel like I'm not James Bond. (laughs) I don't have that about me. Like, I don't have the qualifications to walk into that area of the casino floor.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, there's always like kind of like there's a small little entrance to like yeah. that area where all the tables. Yeah, there's and ropes are around it. Yeah, yeah.
1: and um, you got to be a big player. You got to have money. You right. got to know your stuff. You got to have style. Mm-hmm. You know, to that's in my mind. Yeah. That's how it's always been. You know, you gotta un- you gotta understand your drinks. You gotta know about your different alcohols Mm -hmm. you know i feel like you have to be the dosakis man to you know get into that yeah but then
0: you get in there and it's like some lady from like you know texas who's wearing like a cat t-shirt depends what casino (laughs) you i guess so um Wait yeah. a pigeonhole <laughs> okay. all i'm just saying maybe you're expert sometimes and then you like you build it up in your head and then you get there and it's like oh wait this maybe isn't as intimidating as what I you
1: have to do or what i had to do was have someone who is experienced mm-hmm. maybe older lead me in <laughs> and you know be like hey this is the craps table and here's the game mechanics
0: you and had that. an older gentleman guide you yeah I did. Nice. And,
1: yeah, that's the way to do it. Because, especially if he's someone who knows the dealers, knows the regulars. Right. Can get in a, like, just lead you, introduce you, uh, you know, and then... Did he
0: take your hand and show you how to throw the dice? No. No?
1: Okay, you're not funny. You're not a comedian. Okay, but... Sam's laughing. Yeah, he... He'll laugh at anything. Oh,
0: shots fired. Shots fired. (laughs) Um,
1: so before you, what I was going to say before your little joke was that before you know it, I'm throwing the dice and roll, you know, I feel it, shooting the dice at the craps table and, um, no experience in craps, but now I do understand it. There's a lot. Yeah. Really? The game, I mean, the the game of craps is dice. It is the game of dice with all these different kinds of bets applied to it. So you have the pass line bet. You have all like you can bet that it's not just going to be an eight, but it's going to be a hard eight, which mm-hmm. is two fours specifically. So not a five and a three, like a hard eight is oh, okay. two. Okay, gotcha.
0: Um, so okay, I have a question. Yeah is this a is this one hundred percent a game of luck, or is there even like one percent of skill? In no, luck? there's.
1: I I would say no. Okay. I would say that there is, like, there's about as much skill as blackjack, which, okay. where what you get dealt, or in poker, what you get dealt comes down to luck. Presumably. Right. If the dealer right. didn't fix the deck. Um, but what you do with those two cards that you're dealt is strategic. Sure. You can... Definitely. You, you know. Yeah. Um, you can read what the dealer has face up and determine what the likelihood is of the other card and then make your call from there. So yeah, there is a lot more to cards than slots. I would argue is straight up. Oh yeah. You know, that is something that is straight gambling. Okay. You know, um, cards, you do much of any slots. I did. Um, so I'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, just real quick. Like the tables, craps and blackjack, I didn't really go do poker. I feel like the game takes too long. Mm. I, I'm more fast for that, turnaround. If
0: anything is intimidating,
1: it's poker. poker yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. A um, lot of strategy with poker. A lot more. Oh yeah, room for strategy. Head games and yeah. Um, so happy to learn about craps, and I always love blackjack. Uh, on when I was in Ohio in December or November. I came up big time on the blackjack tables. I think I came up like $400. Oh, you've been hitting the casino a lot. Well, just November and this last trip. Okay. Um, beyond that, no, not at all. You want to go to Pachanga? No, I'm not ready to just go to the casino on my own. Gotcha. Um, but craps was how I came up this trip. And I came up like 600 So not bad. Yeah um slots so slots always interest me i am actually i don't want to call myself passionate about it but <laughs> i like the idea of slot machines and i like how seeing the evolution of slots would
0: you say pokemon maybe influenced your enjoyment of slot machines i wouldn't deny
1: it okay that it had i had i think there's a lot more sure but yeah pokemon gold and silver with the casino and stuff definitely There was a games corner in Celadon City, too. Yeah, in the original games. Um, But I think Pokemon Silver. There's the corn guy honking his horn. (laughs) Uh, um, So, yeah, the Goldenrod City game corner, I think, for me, was my first exposure to slots. When I think of slots in video games, I think of Rampa V3. Mm. I think that slot experience... For me okay. tops at all. Okay. Um that's how you get the collectibles and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the so there's coins. like real incentive to do it. Right. In Pokemon you could just buy the coins and yeah. get Porygon. But yeah, in Donkey Rampa V three you actually have to play slots. And what they did was put one slot machine that you have to go
0: find that just pays out. Mm-hmm. Pays out hard. And oh, Dragon Quest too loves their Oh yeah. Digital ver game game gambling. Yeah.
1: I which I appreciate, yeah. and I feel like there's been an unfair crackdown on that because you know, ESRB it has to be rated teen if it's going right, to have gambling in it, right? Yeah, ESRBU, yeah, exposing children to slots. So, so
0: yeah, in certain versions of, I think the Generation three and four Pokemon games, mm-hmm. they had to remove yeah. the gambling stuff out of it, and instead, like, there's like It was some there's like card games, yeah. Which, um, I mean, is not as good. It's not as good. I mean, it's interesting that they didn't just, like... They actually made a new thing for us. Right. You know, rather than just, like, oh, that house is closed. You right. You know, like, yeah. you can't even go into it or something.
1: I... I, Yeah, you're right. I'd prefer that they did invent a new game that technically wasn't gambling. It, it's a mind game. Yeah. It was, like, Vault Orbs and Magnemites Yeah, Voltorb something. Flip, I think it's yeah, called. something yeah. like that. Um it was still fun enough but yeah. it, it was it didn't feel like the game corner in golden rod well,
0: dragon quest still commits to providing gambling virtual gaming gambling i like it and there's this there's this bit in dragon quest 11 <clears throat> where the first time you go to the casino um you will just find that you're you're winning a lot and I wasn't sure what was going on. So okay. I just kept playing for hours. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I am making Bank. so much currency. Yeah, And then when I finally move on to the story bit, turns out the whole thing was like a hoax. <laughs> and they take all of your winnings away. What? And I had spent like hours doing it. What? <laughs> yeah. And then later in the game, you get to the real, uh, gambling casino. experience. Yeah. And it's, much more challenging okay. and not as generous.
1: I'm glad you told me that because I have that game in my backlog. Yeah, if
0: you ever get around to it, the first time you get introduced to gambling, you know, play around for it with a little bit. Don't get uh, hooked. I'm, I'm winning. I'm up. Let's go. <laughs> I remember feeling so hoodwinked. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it didn't feel awesome. Right. In the moment, I was like, are you for real? Like it was like this, like it turned out like the monsters were running it or something like that, you know. And
1: I want to say I've had gaming experiences just like that. I I don't have any examples that come to my mind off the top of my head, but I know I've been hoodwinked. Yeah, in similar fashion in games.
0: Yeah, and it's like in the moment, it's like, oh my god, I'm so annoyed or I'm so upset or yeah, whatever. Right. But then like it is something you do look like it's very memorable yeah. that it happened. You'll either, never you forget know? that. Yeah.
1: And that that's what games. Like, need to do. Yeah. You know, that's what game design needs to do. It needs to create a moment that you'll never forget. You'll go to the grave remembering that.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think some of these... I hate to bring up these Dark Souls kind of games. Mm -hmm. I think because players throw themselves at a boss over and over and over. They'll never forget it. They won't forget it when they they finally... That time they beat it, it's like exhilarating. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good
0: argument for yeah, those style of games. I think so. Even though I'm not particularly fond of them, uh, I, I
1: appreciate them. Yeah, I um I agree. I'm with you that it's not worth my time, but I appreciate them, yeah. and I appreciate people who play them. Yeah, I especially appreciate Neo because I actually have
0: some experience right. with it. I-O-H. Right. For those listening at home, yes, Neo and Neo too. Right. Yeah, there's two games. Um. So anyways,
1: yeah, Vegas was awesome. Um, talking about slots, I w- yeah, I was going to talk about slots for a second. So as an a 3D animator, as an animator just in general, I love slots. I love to see the evolution of slots. I kind of liken it to the evolution of pinball, which mm-hmm. I talked about when I went to Ohio. Um, for me, though... I have always been someone who is happy to go to the casino and sit at the slot machines and demo all the slot machines I can, and happy to lose money because I get to film the animations. Right, and the animations in a slot machine, especially these three D slot machines, which as I'm as far as I'm concerned, some of them are built in Unity hmm. these days. I believe it, um, and a lot of like three D character animation and stuff goes on in, in these animations. And for me to be able to just record those animations is huge. It's priceless for me because those animations are made specifically with psychology in mind right. and dopamine release yeah. and getting you hooked. and That's satisfying. Being able for me to sit there and study the particle systems and particle admission and how they do that gives me so many ideas yeah. that I'm, I'm having to lose money. Like, yeah. I'm happy to sit there. And <laughs> it's an investment. Sometimes I win. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a bonus. Um, but it's um, my biggest gripe on modern slots is not understanding what equals a line. There's no tutorial. Uh, There's no, like, for a lot of it at least. Some of them, some of the video slots actually show you a visual line. I mean, if
0: it's a one-button kind of game, yeah, then... Well, what does not matter what the rules are?
1: There's usually a spin button. I'm okay. talking about modern slots, okay? I'm not talking about 1950s, pull the lever and stuff. I'm talking about, like, slots in 2024. Um, 2024 now. Um, <laughs> you, there's usually a spin button, and there's all kinds of different max bet, uh, you know, times okay. eight bet, etc. Those buttons exist. So you could spend more quickly. Right. Uh, or you can win more fast. Um... But that's what they want you to think. You're right. Well, you're a glass half empty kind of guy and I'm a glass half full kind of guy. So I you're think perfect
0: about, for Vegas. Right. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I've only come up. Okay. I've never actually walked out of a casino in my life. Sad.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, you don't walk out sad necessarily. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure some people have. Okay. I've never
1: walked out with less than I walked in. It hasn't happened. My first casino experience was for my 18th birthday. I won 400. My next casino experience would have been November, Ohio trip. Oh, wow. That was a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Came up 400. And then I went to Vegas, came up 600. So I've never... I can't say I've...
0: All right. Well, I mean, I think we need more than a three-sample... Well, why don't you jump in? And and do the... Alright, as soon for as someone si- starts paying for my slots. For science.
1: Alright, since you're making... Throwing arguments around. Go ahead and prove your hypothesis. Um, or at least collect data for it. Scientific methods. So. Okay. So anyways, um, talking about slots. Um, one particular company that makes slots that we talk about a lot is Konami. Mm-hmm. And if you walk into any casino, you will see slot machines that have that Konami label. Yep. And... Um, one of their, I guess, one of the franchises that exists in the West. They have a lot more in Japan. Um, is this Lion Frenzy? And right now, one machines that you will see is Lion Frenzy Jade Wishes, Lion Frenzy Lion Frenzy Scarlet Wishes, and I played both. What's the difference? Good question. <laughs> uh, the graphics. Okay. You know, um, one's updated. I'm sure there are differences. Like, I'm sure there are mechanical differences between the two.
0: Well, let's talk about Konami's business real quick. Sure. Um, You know, in Japan, gambling is also huge. Yeah. Specifically, a kind of slot machine known as Pachinko. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. And And they have, like, video game-themed Pachinko machines. So, like, there's, like, Metal Gear Solid Pachinko machines. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, all of Konami's properties have been turned into some kind of a pachinko machine. And you'll see some of that in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Some of it's been, like, localized for, you know, Western gamblers. Let me... hypothetical question
1: here. Do you consider a... uh, I guess it's not hypothetical. I feel like I know where this is going. Do you consider a video slot machine a video game?
0: Um...
1: There's a lot to consider. I get that.
0: Yeah... I'd say my like gut instinct is is to say no. Okay. But I can see an argument. I mean,
1: well, describe I mean, why would you say no? Like, what what qualifications? For
0: me, a video game needs, uh, like I mean, there's no controller in your hand. I guess there are buttons to press. Well, you could say
1: that about an arcade machine.
0: Yeah, usually there's like a stick
1: or something. What's the difference between a stick and buttons? Like, what if there are buttons? What if there are arrow buttons on a?
0: I mean, okay, is there some sort of like, are you controlling something? You mean like navigation? Yeah. Not every
1: video game has navigation.
0: Yeah, but I feel like you're you're still moving things around. You're either moving a cursor around or you're moving a character around, um, mm. and and like with a. A, you, know, a ga- you know, a gambling... If it's truly just, like, a pure gambling machine. Now, I could see a gambling machine... I could see some kind of slot machine that involves, like, a gaming component. Okay. Um, like, or maybe you have to, maybe... Make a decision or something? Yeah, make a decision, or, you know, maybe even, like, there's a little platforming section on the screen you get a free spin, or, I don't know, yeah. something like that, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I could see those kinds of things being integrated into I just, I don't know that outright on their own, I would consider them a video game. I mean, do you consider a pinball machine?
1: No, because you're talk. I mean, a pinball machine is physical hardware. Yes. Modern pinball machines have a massive digital component. Right. Massive. I mean, there
0: are digital, there are video games. And that would machines. be a video yeah. game.
1: That to me is a video I game.
0: I agree. Um, now I do consider it a game. It is a game. Yeah. hundred
1: percent. Well, I mean the Greek Roman Greco Roman Olympics are games.
0: Right. right. I mean I consider it like almost part of the fan like they they get housed under the same like they're part of arcades, you know, a pinball machine.
1: Yes. So are those jackpot machines that yeah. spin the light. Yeah.
0: I mean those are a game. Yeah, it's there's a game. Skill involved. 100%. To some extent. Yeah,
1: there's it's a game there's yeah. a game there. Yeah. And for me, slots, there's a game there. Yeah. It's a chance based hundred percent. Chance based game, but uh I guess you could argue there's some strategy, and because you can stop the spin early,
0: right? You know? Like, yeah, like depending on the game, if it's a true slot machine where all you're doing is changing your bet and like pressing the spin button, right? I don't know that I call that a game. I don't know that any but slot you're machine. Stopping.
1: Hold on, I don't know that any slot machine has ever just let you spin without being able to stop the spin. Okay. I think every like slots lets you stop the spin you can press the button when you're ready to stop the wheel
0: see I don't know that I even consider like modern slots slot machines now that we're talking about like sure. to me a slot machine is like a thing with gears and stuff moving in and that for me
1: I will say is not a video game
0: <sighs> yeah that is 100% not a video and, game and uh, so but like okay good analogy but that's more like a pinball machine I guess yes
1: Yeah. yes Hundred. There. here we go we're, here's right. where we start agreeing Okay, we have a physical pinball machine with a right. physical ball, and we have a physical slot machine with physical wheels. Yeah. Okay, now we have video slot machines, and we have video pinball. Yeah. To me, both fall under video games. Those qualify to me as video games. In the same way that an arcade cabinet qualifies as a video sure. game. Sure,
0: okay. okay, yeah.
1: And, and like, visual novels and all kinds all right.
0: of... Alright, so if you're a Metal Gear Solid collector... yeah. And now there's a Metal Gear Solid pachinko machine. An argument can be made that yeah. that is part of ass- the collection, an installment. Yeah, bam. Yeah,
1: Damn. yeah. <laughs> uh, there. I believe there's a Silent Hill
0: one. Uh, but the, yeah, if there's a Konami, if like a major Konami property, there is a pachinko machine mm-hmm. for it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like another um,
1: Konami. I developed. think even Sega has yeah. pachinko machines. I think you're right. Yeah. I think Sega has been. They're, they're definitely in the claw machine business. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they are in the slot machine business. Um, I love I love Sega. <laughs> I'll have a Sega slot machine any day. Um, Konami uh, has another slot machine that I played, Mighty Panda. Just, Mighty you Panda. know, again, it's a slot machine. Sometimes you know what's aligned, sometimes you don't, and you're just hitting the button because there is no tutorial, mm. and should there be
0: maybe one screen yeah or one like, panel or like on a button side? that says show me how to play right or show yeah. me
1: what a line is for me that's really like okay. the big confusion um but yeah i i don't know i just love the graphics
0: oh you mean like what things line yeah up so create like a win condition there, yeah exactly
1: so there can be like up to like 75 different lines within that screen Right, going this way, all kinds of zigzags, oh, wow. all kinds okay. of diagonal shit. Like, <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, I've seen like up to 80 lines on machines, or 100 lines, and it's all just that. It's all, so if you don't know what a line is, like, right. you're, you're not, you don't even know you're what to You're at a disadvantage read. then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, disadvantage, yeah. like, there's a whole lot of strategy, but yeah. still, um yeah anyways i i appreciate the slot machines i appreciate the animation there
0: is something about walking
1: around on like the floor of a casino mm-hmm. and just all the lights the noise. it feels like it feels like the third stage of a sonic game well of course you know <laughs> in sonic 3d blast there was spring stadium and sonic adventure there was casino nights in sonic 3 there was uh Carnival nights. Sonic two. Sonic two had also so, some kind of casino yeah, right. stage, yeah. Casino or carnival or that yeah. same amusement park. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I could see myself, if not in the games industry right now, I could see myself doing like day job work for like a slot machine company. I mean, that's
0: that's where money is probably most sure to be had. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how noble it is. I'm. <laughs> i i don't I don't see it as unethical, I mean, you don't see okay, so let's look at Japan. Most major video game makers have licensed their properties mm. for gambling purposes, sure Nintendo will not they don't play that's there. fine, yeah. but
1: Nintendo, I don't know what it is about them. Uh, they are very purist, they're a very purist like this
0: moral they're
1: very puritan, yeah, they're Puritan when it comes to Super Smash Brothers. They're Puritan when it comes to any of their properties. You know, they're Puritan when it comes to their copyright, you know, Is protection. that admirable?
0: I don't think so. No, you don't think so? I don't...
1: I, no, I don't admire it.
0: Okay, so you think if there's money to be made, they should be making it? No,
1: I'm not saying, like, okay. go extreme the other direction. Okay. but I mean,
0: God, the Lord knows they do with their merchandise. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And
1: they're, you know... G- I did you go to their amusement park? No, oh. I haven't been yet. Okay. Yeah. I guarantee you when you walk in the door you're gonna be spending Disneyland prices. Oh yeah. On stuff that you need for your collection. Like it's a little different than Disneyland. Yeah. Um But yeah, they're they're happy to take your money. So no, I don't think that I think it's all just branding image for them. I don't think that there's like
0: They've shed a little bit of their family friendliness. Because they have to. Yeah.
1: They can't keep up being Puritans.
0: I mean, well, let's not say they don't get into gambling. They have gotcha games Mm -hmm. on mobile phones. Right. Which is truly gambling.
1: They started, yeah, that,
0: yeah. Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. Right there. Right there. That's Nintendo
1: gambling. Yeah. 100%. Also, they started as a card company. Yeah.
0: So, that's is that but the not roots gambling? are in gambling um <laughs> i guess the roots are in card games which are used for gambling right um but
1: yeah i i don't see anything unethical about a game developer having a slot machine or a game publisher oh uh, yeah i'm not begrudging no. sega or kona and or i whoever. i appreciate i think it's art i i call I it art
0: art goes into it for sure yeah yeah um and slots
1: is just one platform you know sure um but that's that's about it for me
0: all right so we've wrapped up that let's move on to some news um <clears throat> this is kind of a fun human interest story it got a lot of national attention major news outlets covered this story mm-hmm. um so what it is is for the first time ever a human player has beaten and i'm kind of saying that in quotes yeah they've beaten tetris on the nes um 13 year old willis gibson aka blue scooty has that's his handle blue scooty right like it um has become the first human to ever reach the level 157 kill screen in tetris
1: and what should be noted is that he's 13 years old
0: 13 years old the game came out 34 years ago and so he's half the age of the game of the game (laughs) right um and for those of you that don't know a kill screen is something that's common in older arcade games and console games when a game hits its kill screen it means that the game hardware like it can't can't Mm. compute anymore it can't it can't go on so the game just essentially crashes
1: for me the most uh iconic or memorable kill screen as pac-mans okay I, I think at level 255 okay half the screen goes jumbled <laughs>
0: it's like you, good luck playing yeah, yeah you'd have to like and that's it somehow. like it, it
1: does physically or mechanically become impossible oh, okay to be does played. it
0: actually stop playing or like
1: no you can move around you but can you move can't around beat the stage oh, okay
0: yeah yeah um so yeah this like we just said it happens a lot with older games i don't know that most modern games probably strive not to have a kill screen. Yeah. Yeah, like that they, would be considered not. Yeah. You know, back uh, then there were limitations not of quality. what they could do to like yeah. prevent kill screens. Right. Um but it's uh, different than a game over
1: screen basically. It's different from like an intentional presentable ending to a game. Right.
0: Well, nobody ever thought anybody would get Right. To level 157. Yeah. We, we made a
1: machine that plays this game
0: and it goes endlessly and as far goes, as we know yeah so let's call yeah. it a day and ship it basically um, and that's what they did with all those old arcade games you yeah. know they just the, the AI or the programming just got like aggress- well, more and more aggressive yeah. as the game well, goes the hardware got more aggressive right and could handle you know oh i just meant the way they programmed the game was that like as players continued each level mm-hmm. it would just go seemingly infinitely right. but like it would just get progressively harder to continue right yeah based on a formula yeah um and so it took Willis, it took 38 minutes to go from starting the stage to reaching this mm-hmm. uh, kill screen. That's,
1: wait, so from starting stage 157?
0: No, from starting stage one. Stage one, okay. One, That's crazy. So 155. stage 155 is where the first kill screen is at mm-hmm. for NES Tetris. And that was his goal that night when he was starting this. He wanted to reach the 155 kill screen, which no one had ever done before. Right. But he didn't fulfill the conditions to trigger the kill screen so we had to play again and -hmm. then the next kill or he continued his playthrough is what i'm trying to say yeah and then the next kill screen comes up at level 157 right so that's when he was able to fulfill the kill screen requirements which was specifically clearing so many lines of blocks just to to reiterate
1: these none of these kill screens are intentional by the designer no it's it's all this is just how the
0: computer lays so you know People have trained uh, like artificial uh, a player for NES Tetris mm-hmm. to take it all the way to the game's true final level, which is level 255, and after clearing stage 255, the game actually resets back to level 1.
1: That sounds like an actual programmed condition.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it is. They basically, ha- through trial and error, they figured out where all the kill screens are, what the conditions are, and basically train the the model or whatever to not trigger the kill screens and make it all the way through. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, where Blue Scooty has reached, he's the first person to ever do it, but I don't think he will be the last person. And I think people, now it's going to be a race to right. push this kill screen right. further but, I to mean, further stages. He will forever
1: be the first one. He's the first it. one, yeah. yeah.
0: It won't matter who comes second to do it. I mean, like, it will... I guess it will matter, like, whoever does the level 167 kill screen. You know, they'll go down as that. It's probably going to be Blue Scooty again. This guy's... This kid's only 13. Yeah, yeah. this... He
1: he even has talked about... I mean, in this NBC... It's really NBC running most of this, right?
0: NBC actually sat down with him, his mom, and they even arranged an interview with the creator of Tetris... uh, whose name is escaping me alexi oh, alexi Alexey paginov paginov yeah um and uh you know alexi congratulated him on his achievement and, but hank, and
1: hank roger who's yes. like the president of the tetris company
0: he's the guy who found tetris in russia and basically brought the game to, to the west to like yeah. japan basically yeah well he was working i think for nintendo at the time right um And, you know, they've become close partners, you know, I think... Well, Tetris
1: launched with the Game Boy, and Nintendo had the Game Boy going on.
0: Yeah. And... That just worked out. So, d- do you know, did the NES port come after the Game Boy port? I want to say yes. I, I think, think Tetris debuted on, Game, on Boy, Game Boy first. And then there
1: was some drama with Sega and the Sega Master System version of it. That's why right. the Sega Master System version of Tetris goes for a thousand, a ten, uh, like five digits. Okay.
0: Because um, Nintendo thought that they owned, like, the copyright. To...
1: They did own the copyright. Sega thought that they owned only a certain version or oh, okay. some some limit, limited version of it.
0: Because originally Tetris is a game made for personal computers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was built with, like, ANSI yeah. graphics with, yeah. like, brackets and stuff. Um, there's actually a Tetris movie. I don't know if you... Yeah, that.
0: it came out last year or two ago on Apple. I think oh. it's on Apple TV yeah. only so far. I
1: need to watch it. Yeah,
0: I want to watch it, too. I hear it's very drama yeah you know, drama it's t- gonna be that, an
1: idealized version of yeah uh alexei Paljanov's life
0: right i'm still very curious i think it's actually more about hank oh really than it is i mean it's about both of them right as my understanding but the focus is kind of on hank finding out about the game getting to russia getting right. alexei and his family out of russia and I I saw in
1: the trailer like there's a scene in Japan where they're talking to the Nintendo executives yeah. and stuff, and they show them like the the prototype, the, the, Game the pre, pre 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 prototype of the Game Boy yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's all like hooked un- up to like un- wires.
0: Yeah, like it's a Frankenstein. <laughs> like on the the, the yeah. lightning bolt's gonna strike down and yeah. bring it to life on like this platform. Yeah, like with a white cover on top. Yeah, of it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we really should watch that. Yeah, we need to. Um. But so yeah, NBC arranged the meeting with him and Alexi, um, and you know then then we started getting into a little bit of like sad news about like just three weeks earlier, Willis's dad died. Yeah, um, and which at thirteen that's
1: a that's, that's a hard hit.
0: That's rough, and like his dad was the one like bringing him to like all these Tetris tournaments, mm-hmm. like really being a big supporter for him. His his mother too. Uh, who continues to, like, you know, champion his son or her son. It's you know? got
1: to be cool to have parents who see you're passionate about Tetris and are supportive of you. I mean,
0: his parents are probably the perfect age, though. Mm-hmm. You know, probably our age, right. if we're being honest. We're probably, yeah. Uh, you know, probably mid, early to late 30s. And... Uh, you know, they they probably grew up playing it on Game Boy and yeah, NES. no doubt. Um, so it, it makes sense that they would be supportive, or, like, if any parents would be supportive, it would be people our age, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Um, people
1: who understand
0: it. Definitely. Um, and, you know, he's been a recent part of the Tetris community, and there's a big Tetris competitive community. There's, mm. like, tournaments all over the place. There's a national, like, officially like, sanctioned, like, world championship that happens mm. in Oregon or Washington. Um, well, Nintendo came out
1: with a Tetris 99 or whatever on Switch.
0: Tetris 99 on Switch and then we have the Tetris Effect uh, which is also is, is another game. They have their own like, Tetris Effect world championship as well. That's yeah. made by um, oh, that Japanese studio who's escaping. The one that made Rez. Um, oh, like, oh, the te- the Voxel game? Yeah. Oh. Gun, I thought it no, was No, not Rezogun. Okay. No, no, no. Rez. It's like an old, like, PS1 game. Okay. They ended up making, like, a remade new VR version of it. It's pretty gotcha. wild. I don't... Um... Yeah, is, the name's skipping, but Tetris Effect is really cool. There's there's all kinds of Tetris products on the market. You know, there used to be a rule that there could only be one supported Tetris product at a time. Like, the Tetris company had, like, a weird rule about that. Like, one
1: version? Yeah, on the market.
0: Yeah, like one like actively supported version. Okay. Of Tetris that has never been the case. Well, I mean, I, what I'm saying is like, um, like on the, when the DS one came out, that was like the one mm-hmm. that like they would, like they wouldn't. Right. The, no more Tetris games would come out until they had moved on from that mm-hmm. one. And like, and then once they moved past that one, then like everyone had to move on to the next one. Well, but that's was, just how games work. Yeah, but there was, like, a weird hard rule about it. Okay. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but, like, they were like, oh, no, like, we can't have, like, if there was a, if someone came up with an idea to, like, okay, we're going to do this, like, crossover game with Tetris, Mm -hmm. and it was like, okay, well, no, we can't do that right now, because we're behind this right now. I see. And most Tetris games aren't made by the Tetris Tetris, company. It's basically licensed to other... It would be an
1: easy game to develop a installment for like it's there's not a lot
0: I mean yeah I don't know how I don't know does I'm assuming they hand over like the logic for how the game works they probably hand over a document yeah
1: because anyone can program that pretty much if you're a contracted developer like you have the capability so you're
0: telling me right now I mean you're a knowledgeable developer I would say yeah you're telling me without like looking up how to make a Tetris no, I, I would need their formula. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like I, they would okay. have to
1: hand me their math. Okay, gotcha.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they do need to hand that over yeah. to someone. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, but not.
1: That's not the same as handing over like source code. Okay, they're handing over like the rules. You know, gotcha. they're like internal mathematical rules.
0: Um. So yeah, Willis uh, is going to continue to play Tetris. He said. Uh, and he recently uh, became a staple in the competitive scene. He won third place at the World Championships in Oregon back in October. No doubt he's got a bright career ahead of him. Oh, himself. yeah, this
1: kid has to be, like, super smart. Yeah. Like, you can't do level 157. I can't get past level 8.
0: No, up until a couple years ago, players couldn't get past the 30s. Really? And then some new techniques were discovered.
1: Yeah, he talked about rolling.
0: Yeah, it has something to do with, like, tapping the back of the controller. It's so weird. So yeah. it
1: showed in the M- NBC coverage, it showed him playing. Yeah. He's holding the NES controller. And, okay, this kid is playing this on NES well, that's hardware.
0: Well, that's how, if you want to set records, you have to be playing yeah, on okay hardware. Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: I mean lends itself to my arguments about purism with hardware. Anyways, um, he's holding the controller upside down. Right. It's like upside down in his hand. Yeah. And he's doing this. Yeah. With a glove. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. I, I watched, uh, a couple of years ago, I was watching some of the world championships, and I was just mm-hmm. blown away. But yeah, it's it's really cool that they've continued to find ways to push this game further and further. Yeah, Like beyond human comprehension
1: it's really cool of Alexi and Hank Rogers to come and congratulate this kid you know
0: one thing Alexi said in the interview was that you didn't actually beat Tetris you just beat the game that Nintendo's people programmed yeah yeah <laughs> which I thought was kind That's, of like I mean yeah he his I mean
1: the words he actually said to the kid were very russian yeah yeah you know he, <laughs> like,
0: his english is good but it's not that good no no it's
1: not even his english like the, you you know how like when you're talking to someone from like eastern europe or something mm-hmm. they're just their demeanor is different oh like they're like,
0: they're, they're more hard blunt hard line yeah, yeah blunt
1: um felt that way a little okay, bit which yeah. is fine and yeah. that's just who he is i know
0: at the when i read the quote i was like that seems kind of yeah. like, why would you say that <laughs> right. to the kid
1: but but i, I don't think he's I didn't hear him say that on NBC. Um, he might have said that to NBC later.
0: I, I don't think the video on the website was the full interview. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but
1: yeah, I mean, he's right. I think yeah. he's right. Um, so let's talk about that topic. So Tetris has been driven up to level one two fifty five
0: by not by humans, not by humans, yeah. but
1: but we know that it goes. It that goes part. to two fifty five. Um, so. This kid Willis got to level 157 yep. but if you look at the footage of him winning cuz he streamed it his score was 99999 like he maxed yeah. out. Um,
0: so they actually they still compute player scores beyond the 99999 like really? at these things. So does it roll? Um n- no, I think it's like a manual. They have to go in and yeah, they're like looking at the footage wow. to like continue adding to the the score the way the same way the game would. Oh, okay. I don't know if they figured out a so way. So they're like
1: <laughs> humans tabulating after nine 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 essentially. But what's yeah. displayed
0: continuously after that point is nine nine nine. Is nine nine nine? God, that's I believe that's correct. Okay. Yeah, like I don't know. They it may be that at this point they have they can just throw the footage into some program and it'll just tabulated for them. I'm
1: sure that's yeah. possible. I mean, the
0: community is that passionate that I would yeah. believe that exists.
1: Um, so that's crazy, but do you consider... What, at what point do you consider Tetris truly beaten, just in your opinion?
0: Um,
1: I mean... Do you consider what he did beating like legit, genuine bonafide beating Tetris? I don't...
0: I mean... I don't, I'm don't. i not here to take that from him. Yeah, no. Yeah, because... I, we're not, we're not. This is,
1: like, hypothetical discussion about games and philosophy. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think, like you said earlier, he got to one of the endings. Yeah, yeah, I, I consider
1: this, an, like, one of multiple endings of Tetris. Yeah. Um. I would consider that every kill screen of every arcade game from that era an alternate
0: ending. Yeah, I mean, if the game truly doesn't have an end, mm-hmm. then... I guess because, like I said, this game, assuming you miss all the kill screen conditions and make it to 255 mm-hmm. at like, you yeah, know, it rolls inhuman, over to stage one. Yeah, but I, I'm not even sure if like, does the speed then go back to normal? Oh, right. Or does like the speed still continue to ramp up, but the colors are just the stage one colors? Let's you know?
1: assu- let's assume the game rolls back to stage one. Truly, and then it's like for me game's... that would
0: be the true ending among the multiple right. endings. Yeah, um, I mean. But then it's like, well, you just keep going, and you keep going until you are yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, well, then you play the game again.
1: <laughs> That's like New Game Plus. Yeah. You know?
0: But then eventually it gets a New Game Plus Plus. So yeah, plus yeah. Plus
1: plus. Well, as does Final Fantasy 15.
0: Right, okay. You know? Um, I mean, yeah. I, with an arcade game, I feel like none of the games were designed to truly have an ending. Mm, right. You know, they were just meant we're to We're not be...
1: talking about design so much. We're we're talking about just reality. Well, so
0: okay, then my opinion is that these games can't be beaten.
1: Uh, they can't be beaten. Like like these
0: games that just continue to play in perpetuity. Okay,
1: rolling over is not playing in perpetuity. If it rolls back to stage one, like
0: it's not like the game then says. Game over, you win, and right. then, like, play again. Right. It literally just, like... goes back to stage one. And, like, you're still That's in the middle the of your game. That's the ending. But then you're still in the middle of your game. It hasn't ended.
1: You're not in the middle of your game. If your score resets, you're No, the
0: score go. doesn't reset. It just...
1: Goes you, back to stage one, you
0: keep the same score. You're just literally on stage one again.
1: New game plus. That's a new game plus effect. Like, I, I, we're, I, we're See, getting, typically like... typically
0: before a new game plus... Like the credits roll, it asks you, "Do you want to save your game?" Yeah, you say yeah, yes, yeah. then it takes you back to the title yeah, screen. Typically, typically that's not every, every game case. I've ever had a, a true new game plus. Yeah, okay. You go back to the title screen before you start. Uh, I'm not new calling game plus.
1: it a designed, presented new game plus. Okay, but I'm likening it to that. To okay, m- okay. Make I mean it make you sense, can do that to
0: make it make sense. Yeah, but I don't and necessarily I, see it as an ending then. I don't see it as a, you one.
1: Okay, so if you get to level 50, 255, your score is maxed out. Right. And the game restarts. And now it doesn't not...
0: restart. It doesn't, like... Right. You know, it doesn't, like, refresh the game, erase your score, and now you, you build up all over again. The game requires that you run through it again. Essentially, endlessly, potentially.
1: Right that would be the ending that rollover would be the ending whether there's a screen for it or not is irrelevant some paintings don't have any paint on the canvas and it's literally just a canvas and a frame like it's that's what i'm talking about like your perception of what is a game over is you just perception. as valid
0: as your perception of it not really oh no <laughs> no <laughs> There's that arrogance again. There's a a lot you don't account for, I think. Um, No, I disagree. Your opinion is just as valid as mine.
1: Sure, but, uh, yeah.
0: I... I mean, the thing is, no human, and I hope I eat my words, but no human will ever reach level 255. That's you being a pessimist, but yeah. Like, no, I just said, I hope I eat my words. Yeah, but you're still being no, a No, but what I'm saying is, is it gets to, when they say a computer has reached it, I mean, we're talking about, like, light speed level stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. Like oh,
1: yeah, it gets stupid fast. It like gets, it's it's like, stupid
0: fast at 157 that Willis got right. to. Yeah. But, like, ramp that up times three. Yeah, but know? give humans 30 years. I have
1: faith that it could be done.
0: I don't think it will, but, and I hope it is.
1: Yeah, that's you being a pessimist. No, you're I, hoping that it is, but you think it won't.
0: I yeah, I don't. I don't think it's so ultimately without you, any kind of tools. to Ultimately, you are being negative. No, I'm not being negative. Yeah, you, I'm being hopeful.
1: <laughs> you're skirting it with hope, but you are being negative. No, I'm hopeful
0: that I'm proven wrong.
1: Okay. E- either way, yeah, I let's say a human does do it. Let's say that people memorize cuz that's how they do it. They get, you know, these speedrunners. Well, I
0: mean, the thing about Tetris is that you truly can't memorize it because it's not spitting out the same blocks every playthrough. Uh, you might be right. Yeah. Um The only but, thing but you can memorize For sure there's a
1: formula. For sure it's 1 of 4. You know, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm
0: sure there's all kinds of conditions. I mean, maybe how quickly you get through the menu, you might be able to, like, always trigger the same. But, I mean, we're talking about 50,000 blocks, you know, by the time he's at level. I mean, I don't know what number it truly is, but, I mean, can someone memorize the order of 50,000 Mm. blocks and count them while they're like playing at the same time what i'm saying is i think there's an element of luck
1: I, yeah involved. yeah sure there's an element of luck but if you understand the formula and even though it spits out a random block every time if you know the four different blocks and you can immediately register what movement and to, to do based I mean, on what comes out. if you out. play
0: tetris you know that like the thing, the the one you're always looking for is the straight line. Yeah. And you're like you're waiting on that straight right, line. to show up. And sometimes you get, sometimes it feels like it comes early and sometimes it feels like you're waiting a while, mm-hmm. but like it feels like the longer you're waiting, the more likely it is that it's going to come up. So there, there must be some kind of system in the game where it does like the probability starts to get higher over time right. that you're going to get the straight line. So I'm sure there's ways to manipulate that. And I'm sure that's what they're doing already. Yeah.
1: I there have to be ways to like quote unquote speedrun Tetris. And when I say speedrun I mean implement the same kind
0: of techniques that speedrun. Right. Do. Yeah, I think the speed I mean the speedrunning community is going to see this Tetris like with all the attention that this story has gotten nationally, yeah. worldwide even. Right. It's going to inspire a new way like speedrunners who maybe don't play Tetris are going to like start looking at this game. Yeah. Cuz now people are looking at it, it's like oh wait there's there's so many records waiting to be set with right, this game. Right.
1: This kid, this 11-year 13-year-old just set a record never achieved by a human. Right. Right. And but there's speed, more kill screens. That that's happen. what speedrunners do exactly. all day long.
0: So like, while this isn't a traditional speedrunning game because it it's not necessarily a although I guess there could be people who it's like, okay, who can get to level 157 kill screen fastest? You could speed run level 157. Right. But I think we're going to see more people interested in trying to get to a higher kill screen than Willis got to. Yeah. And so I think that's going to be exciting uh, to just watch that develop over time.
1: Yeah, this could be opening doors to a whole
0: wave of speedrunning,
1: you know, ambitions.
0: And, you know, I've been seeing at these world championships, it seems like the younger and younger people are the ones that are doing better. And you're seeing, like, the older players aging out. And when I say older, I'm talking about people in their like 20s. Right. You know, it's like they just can't keep up with that 13-year-old brain.
1: Yeah, well, kids will always have the most free time over adults. Yeah. You know, so that might have something to do with it.
0: True. And I know that these these world championships and stuff are not paying people's bills and so like, no, you know, not. where someone could support them. No, where is is
1: practicing for hours, 7 hours a day on tetris that's not paying your bills either
0: no um so i mean yeah I, I i'm sure there's an element of yeah like the amount of time needed although a lot yeah. of these people probably stream their attempts and stuff yeah and i'm sure that does help that pay could bills. pay bills yeah depending on how entertaining and stuff you are and right. how many people you got watching you know um, but his family um you know his father recently passed away yeah and his family still wants Willis to go to all these tournaments and competitions, mm-hmm. um, and so well, it, he
1: he donated his her he dedicated his win to his dad.
0: Yeah, um, and now that they don't have that kind of income anymore, they are seeking anybody who wants to help you know him pursue his dreams. Right. There's a you can find a I believe a PayPal link yeah. uh, or a GoFundMe online if you search for. Um, I keep struggling with his name because it's a last name. Um, Willis, some simple. Willis Gibson. Willis Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Two last names. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and uh, you know, Nintendo of America was also mm-hmm. approached by NBC. Yeah. And uh, had
1: nothing to announce on this topic.
0: Yeah, which is such a weird quote. Yeah. It Why is. would there be like, anything to announce? Yeah. Why would you not just say? Those are their words. I, I know. Yeah. But like, why wouldn't it, like why would we, we have nothing to announce? Like, no one's like, expecting a product yeah, announcement, right, right? You know, just maybe say <laughs> Tetris Willis Edition or something <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah, it's just say something. You know, Willis Gibson's Tetris. You know, Mike Tyson punch out. Or just, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Willis Gibson's, <laughs> Gibson's Tetris, and it's like a signature, like Joe Montana's football. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's holding the control. This <laughs> guy,
1: guy, his face with his Game Boy, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um. No, but uh. Yeah, you think Nintendo could just say congratulations? Yeah. Like, is that hard?
0: But like we were saying earlier, Nintendo is so. It's less syllables than yeah. nothing to announce on this topic. Nintendo congratulates Willis Gibson on yeah, his tremendous just, achievement. Yeah,
1: or just something you know we appreciate
0: send him a switch in the mail or something you know get
1: some good pr out of it i mean if that's if if congratulations is too much trouble i don't expect him to get a free switch but at least like just acknowledge the passion for the old products you know yeah, they're the,
0: weird about acknowledging the passion Yeah for yeah old they products. are oh yeah they are like this the way they are with super smash brothers like they don't it. want to acknowledge the older games
1: it's like whatever gamers Get passionate about or develop a community around Nintendo's like, no, that's the like, that's just the feeling I get, just in general,
0: yeah. From Nintendo, they march to the beat of their own drum. And I'm sure there's people at Nintendo that are there and wanting to say congratulations, right? But then they run it up the flagpole and they're like, <laughs> no, no, nobody says anything about this. I'll talk about it on social media, it's just bizarre. Don't tell your friends about it. That's just bizarre. Don't watch the news. Why? Like, why? I don't know. Why be that way? Like, the article's blocked when you're at work.
1: It's like they're angry that he's playing an old game or something. That's all I can think of.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. We're back from our break. And before we jump into our next news topic, I want to jump back to Rick's Vegas trip real quick. Yeah. So... We pre-recorded the episode the week before Rick left, mm-hmm. and or no, we recorded it because you were going to be gone still when right. we would have normally. I was recorded in Vegas it.
1: on Tuesday yeah. last week.
0: So after we recorded the two episodes that we did back to back, I knew Rick was going to leave for Vegas in a couple of days, and you know that he'd be having fun. Yep. So you know, it didn't bother him, didn't send him any messages. Didn't want to you know harsh his buzz with BitBeak and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I knew he was back after a few days, and I messaged him. Heard nothing. Yeah. Messaged him a day later. Heard nothing. It got to the point where I was like, if I don't hear back from you, I'm going to have a wellness check conducted yeah, on you.
1: I was expecting it.
0: Um, And... I got so wor I mean I started looking through like local news in Vegas to see if there were like car accidents and okay. that you had like I'm not ki- I'm that, not even that
1: shouldn't be your first course of action you should try calling like my grandmother or something before you Well I don't that. think
0: I have Oma's grant or phone dude
1: <laughs> Oh Lily
0: Okay, well, eventually I did go down that route. Yeah. Well, okay, so first I was looking on, like, social media to see if it showed that you guys have been active or anything. Oh. And there was, like, no, ac- like, it wasn't, like, oh, seen two days ago or seen three hours ago Boy. or anything like that. So I was, like, oh, my God. He's dead. <laughs> I was, like, either they're dead in a car accident yeah. or something like a mob hit i don't know what's going on we almost
1: got struck by lightning on the way back cause it oh, was so
0: st- i need luck yeah um, um no dude i was seriously i was i got just my my girlfriend involved mm-hmm. at one point and i was like well, what should i do and i was like "Hey, okay, i so she i said sent a text to your your girlfriend uh-huh and she didn't reply it had been like four or five hours since i heard matt really and so i or i hadn't heard anything and so that's when i was like i think i I think we should go i think i need to go down there and she started getting she's like let's go and i was like, okay let me give it till the end of the day <laughs> i was like if if i do not hear from rick's girlfriend by the end of the day i will go to their apartment tomorrow yeah because like i knew you were scheduled to work yeah and i hadn't gotten a call from work i hadn't been like hey Taylor you know where your friend is or anything like that yeah. you know yeah. um so but yeah and then when your girlfriend finally re- responded to me there was like a huge wave of like
2: Ooh. yeah
0: you know like, i thought i honestly thought i had upset you or something oh, somehow uh, no and that like you were just like annoyed with me for some reason which that, was, that, that happens. happens yeah yeah Um, or, you know, just any number of things could be going on. But when it went on for so long, that's when I was like, I "I just need to know that you're alive. If you don't ever want to talk to me again for some reason, that's okay. I just need to know that you didn't die.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I probably should have done my due diligence and logged on to Facebook or something. Yeah, like on a
0: computer and sent me a message. Okay, okay, so
1: what happened was... While seeing Tone Loke and all these performers and Fremont Street, somehow my phone in my pocket got enough pressure on its screen to just pop the LCD Yeah, and couldn't use my phone and had to get it repaired. So that's what happened. I didn't have a phone. I wasn't able to even check my bank account or log on to Robin Hood or do anything. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I just didn't have any contact with anyone. It was great. I'll be honest. Like not getting bugged by anything.
0: Right. Was great. Well, usually you're really good at responding to like some of our friend group will send like a, like a group message out on a holiday or something. And usually you reply to this. I
1: get selective about what I reply to. Yeah, but
0: so when you didn't reply to the new year's message that had gone out. I haven't but, even seen it. I know you haven't. You still don't have your phone. <laughs> right. Um, so that was like, I was like, okay, well, he's not replying to me. He's not replying to anyone else. None of our group have heard from him. Yeah. So that's when I was like, he hasn't reached out to me. He hasn't thought to reach out to me on Facebook, which I thought was weird because you've done that before mm-hmm. when your phone has broken in the past.
1: Yeah. That honestly, I should have. Well, what happened was my computer was buried under all kinds of.
0: just, you just had no way to get online. Yeah. yeah you didn't I, go to the library.
1: I, Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I could have like worked to get online to right. message you, but
0: I was dial enjoy- up. I was enjoying the silence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't say much to you during the break. It what what ended up if if when you get your phone back, I think there's only three or four messages I sent you, mm-hmm. but it was it, the cons- the the concern that built up was because like you had gone. It's not uncommon for you to take a day or two to get back to me. Like yeah. I'm used to that. Right. Yeah. You know. Uh, but like what, sometimes I kind of throw down the gauntlet and I'm like, Hey, I need to hear from you on this. Right. And then you'll respond. Right. You yeah. know, I
1: mean, I've rarely skipped that. Like, yeah. I'll usually say,
0: yeah. That. If I say I need your input on this, you'll give it. Right. You know? Um, so when you don't respond to that and then yeah. you don't respond to me saying, I'm going to have the cops come to your door and check on you. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, something that's has right. happened here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my phone broke. His phone broke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's something I had said to your girlfriend when I sent the text to her. I was like, hey, I don't know if his phone broke. Yeah. But uh, I haven't heard from Whitrick in like two weeks. So can somebody tell me what's going on? Yeah. And then when she took hours to get back to me i was like what the heck i
1: think she wasn't checking her phone at that time
0: i mean or maybe you were sleeping from your shift or something yeah. she was waiting until you were up that was, you know that was i it could have been any number of things well, she
1: would have been sleeping too we we're pretty yeah. much on the same okay. sleep schedule.
0: so yeah i was just sort of like yeah yeah it, so hearing from her that you guys are safe was like a huge well, sigh of relief i'm sorry me. to
1: have worried you yeah dude i care i, I should have you're right. Like you're right. I should log on to Facebook. That little devil inside of me says, "Nah, <laughs> let's let's see how this plays out." Yeah. Up.
0: Okay. Well, I I mean I'm glad you're okay. I mean the fact that now I'm hearing that this was intentional now on your part not to communicate with me, I'm a little. It upset. wasn't
1: intentional. Okay. I it wasn't. If I had my phone, I would have responded. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But that was out of my hands. It broke, um, and to get, like, my computer wasn't accessible.
0: You and I have the same phone plan, right?
1: Google Fi, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know if you know this about Google Fi, but you, while your phone is off, you can actually log into their web interface and send text messages. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, I
0: should show you how to set that up. Okay. Um... Anyways, we're going to jump back into the news now. (laughs) Continuing with our episode. We're going to talk about someone I probably never thought we'd talk about on this podcast. It's not that. It's not that. Well, I didn't know they had a game. Yeah. That wasn't something I was aware of. I didn't either. But... This person's had a game for more than a decade, or a decade, I should say, mm-hmm. um, and that would be Kim Kardashian and her game. All right, you say that
1: like she created it or developed it. Well, let's.
0: We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so this game is called Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's a mobile game. It's been around since 2014. iOS and Android. Yep. And it's officially shutting down yes. as of sometime this April. Right. I think we have uh, the exact April date.
1: 8th is the date. I think I saw.
0: Um, so it was developed by glue mobile, who you know a little bit about. Tell us about glue mobile. Uh,
1: they're just a big player and like they're, they're a big contractor in the mobile game scene.
0: They're owned by EA now. They were purchased two years ago. Actually. I, I saw that. I didn't
1: know that, but yeah. I know they did develop Disney, uh, sorcerer arena. Mm-hmm. They, they have a mobile deer hunter installment. Oh, okay. The arcade game. Yeah. They did a diner dash.
0: Okay. They own
1: Diner Dash, I believe. Okay. Uh, And then they did a Gordon Ramsay tie-in to like Diner Dash restaurant, whatever.
0: So so Kim Kardashian Hollywood is a game that lets players move into Hollywood and befriend Kim Kardashian, who then guides players to stardom from Mm -hmm. club appearances and movies and TV shows and Mm -hmm. things like that
1: it's a 2d graphics and i actually do kind of like the art style and stuff
0: it's very um flash looking yes very yeah. flash looking very like new grounds right kind of the characters kind of look like not quite like bratz dolls but it's uh, kind of yeah. got that ex- yeah it's got ex- that accentuated ex- that, head yeah. size and stuff yeah um but uh yeah so kim kardashian would help lead them to stardom And no doubt spend lots and lots of money on in game purchases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, the end of service announcement for this game was originally announced on Glue's own user forums. Uh, I read through a lot of the comments, and many of them were like lamenting, you know, the loss of the game and how it was so important to them.
1: Well, it's an RPG, and as you know, with RPGs, the whole point of the genre is to get invested in your character development. Yeah. You know. Stat increases and yeah, and your your, your inventory and all that. Your stuff. clothing, like your armor. Clothes, <laughs> in this case, your yeah, your wardrobe. Um, it sounds like an interesting game concept. I've never played it, but mm, yeah, like, me either. If it was on like DS or something, I'd probably try it.
0: Yeah, it, like this is the kind of thing that would be, uh, normally considered like a shovelware kind of yeah. DS right. license game, right. but because it was on mobile and not DS, they mm-hmm. were able to milk it for millions mm-hmm. of dollars. I think I read something in the first year. Yeah,
1: mean first five days one point eight million.
0: The first year it made almost fifty million dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, and over ten years, it probably made multiple hundreds of millions, yeah, if so not. So she's
1: not sad at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, while I was reading the forums, I came across this one comment. From user bad underscore girl underscore Julia, who said, I don't understand why after paying money for things that were supposed to stay with me, it turned out that they were lost forever. Mm -hmm. I saw this girl who wrote to Apple support and expects a refund. How can this be done?
1: So, I mean, just responding myself to bad girl, Julia, I'm going to say, how could you not think that this was going to go away at some point? It's all online. Did you think the server was going to run for eternity? Yeah. Like...
0: Like, the way she's replying to it makes it... It's almost like they're real close to her. Right. Yeah.
1: Which I'm sure is kind of the sentiment for a lot of users.
0: And she's probably learning this lesson that we've been warning people about. Yeah, our whole
1: (laughs) podcast has been about this. Um, Like,
0: these online-only games go away.
1: And this is like... I was going to... If we didn't bring this up, I was going to say at the end, like, let's... Talk about the elephant in the room, basically. Yeah. But you know, th- this is the message of the story. Like this online, always online stuff, digital only, etc. It goes away. Like this, it doesn't. It's not on your disk. It's not on your cartridge. It's yeah. not on your hard drive. It's going to go away. It's on
0: someone else's It's servers. on someone
1: else's server, and so it's temporary. Yeah, your purchases are temporary. Your digital goods are temporary.
0: You're not getting a refund. You're either. not getting
1: a refund and unless the developer or publisher does something really
0: freaking cool
1: and puts it on makes it a physical offline game at the end. Right. You're done. Like it's gone. Yeah. Um so
0: don't the moral of the story is don't get into an online only game if you're not going to ultimately be at peace with it going away. Right. If you if you can't if you can't, you know, filter that out and, you know, separate it from what you normally like, then just stay away from it.
1: For me, with um, Honkai Star Rail, I've just resolved to not spend money. I'm going to put yeah, as, as much fair. time as I want, but I'm not going to spend any that's real fair. money. Um, Pokemon Go, different story. That's yeah. You're investing in something a little bit different.
0: Yeah, things can come out. of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I feel you on that. Um, So, Kim actually was approached by TMZ, and she provided a statement to them about the game's end of service. Uh, She has this to say, I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart to everyone who has loved and played Kim Kardashian Hollywood in the past 10 years. This journey has meant so much to me, but I've realized that it's time to focus that energy into other passions. Yeah, (sighs) so... I want to thank the glue team and the many people behind the scenes who have worked diligently on making it a success. I will be forever inspired by this community that we built together. All right. So before we maybe criticize her, I'm she not... does give props mm-hmm. to the developers, the people who actually made the game. Yeah. But she does also seemingly insinuate that this like not... ate up a significant amount of her free time uh, or yeah, something. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. So I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on her at all right and i'm just gonna point out the things that i see in this quote first of all i don't know who wrote this it could have been her pr team it
0: could have been her could have been chat gpt
1: yeah it could have been chat gpt <laughs> for all we know um things jump out at me like lines okay the biggest this journey has meant so much to me What journey? Like, what are you talking about? So,
0: I I did a little digging into how involved she was. Mm -hmm. So, at the time when this game was being made and published originally, uh, the president CEO of Glue Mobile, I don't have his name offhand, but he said that she was intimately involved. Mm -hmm. She approved all the, like, Avatar clothing items. She helped, you know, she gave her input, Mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth.
1: So, I actually... Started watching clips of the Kardashians where she actually talks about this
0: game. Oh, really? Yeah, okay.
1: and she was. You're, I'm backing you up here. She was totally. Well, it does
0: make sense that she would use her TV show. Yeah, to yeah, promote yeah, yeah. Promote okay. Yeah, game. there's the
1: whole commercial angle, yeah. but she do, She did ask her sisters for cameos. Like she did get her family involved. Right. There was some passion on her part, like for real. Um, she. I see her as like in real life as probably being more of, like a businesswoman. Oh, like, she is. If 100%. we consider Paris Hilton, um, you know, she was on the simple life and had this whole persona built up in public where she looked dumb or whatever you want to call it. Right. In real life, Paris Hilton is a businesswoman. Sure, she's a CEO and she's cold, like you know, like business cold. Yeah, um, she's not dumb.
0: No, it's you know, just a persona. Yeah,
1: um, and I kind of see Kim being the same way. Similar in that mm. regard. Maybe not as maybe Yeah, not I as mean, much. she
0: never she didn't really play up the I'm stupid stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um,
0: I mean, no, that whole family has...
1: Her dad was OJ's lawyer. Her mother is a businesswoman. Yeah. Kim has, you know, all the influences she needed yeah. to succeed and be educated on how to run a business right and how to run an empire basically right um but this quote is like for me i don't the past 10 years i want to thank the glue team okay i appreciate her thanking the developer um i will forever be inspired by this community that we built these this community paid for digital goods that are going away
0: yeah if you really are inspired then you know Maybe invest a little bit of that money. I mean, th- for a million dollars, they could probably make this an offline game. <laughs> you don't have to refund
1: people if that's not your prerogative, but do something cool for them.
0: Yeah, maybe when one day World of Warcraft goes off, off- offline, right? No one is getting their money back.
1: Nobody. Yeah, you paid for something you got. it. You got thing. it. Yeah, you just didn't know when it was going to expire. Yeah, um, and that's this. That's that is the case here. You know. I do think that the developer and Kim Kardashian, or whoever is still has ownership or stake or control over this game,
0: should do something big. EA.
1: EA. Yeah, you're right.
0: Essentially their game now. You're right.
1: Yeah. Um, Should do something big. I think they should do, like, some big finale where everybody gets... I don't know what, you know. (laughs) Yeah, they
0: should just, like, make the... Because you can't even download the game anymore. Right. So the only people who can play the game still are the people who already had it installed Mm -hmm. and, like, had accounts and all of that for the game. Yes. I'm guessing the reason they're sunsetting the game is because it's probably bringing in very little money. There's Mm -hmm. probably an insignificant amount of players. It's
1: run its course. um, Cost of upkeep exceeds you know yeah
0: i mean like it's maybe there's like old like they're running on computers from you know 2012 yeah that the engine this game. would need an update or yeah. something in the
1: near future
0: the fact that it's still working on like current day apple mm-hmm. devices means that they have been updating it because yeah. apple has these really strict things where every few generations i know about those. all the apps <sighs> have to be updated or they won't Having having
1: launched on the App Store, I know very well how stringent those rules are, Uh, and you're right. Um, In the case of this game, though, I I think there's a multitude of reasons they could be sunsetting it. It could be technical, it could be technical requirements, it could be cost requirements, um, or it could just be that it just ran its course and interest is down to the point where it's just not worth the publisher's time. I mean,
0: Kim Kardashian is still very, seemingly very relevant. Yeah, she is. Um, but I mean, maybe not in the same way she was, you know, ten years ago. Right. Like it's like she's it's a different phase, right. you know. Yeah, true. She's not interested in this like phony well she's
1: going to school for law degrees to become an attorney or something like that or she already passed her bar test or something like that i remember
0: hearing about that some years ago i don't don't know Uh, which i mean
1: passing the bar is not an easy feat my
0: understanding is that she went to she didn't go to school she like studied under a lawyer okay yeah. Like an apprenticeship or something. That kind of a thing. That's so she kind of skipped the law school and did like some kind of apprenticeship program. one way and, to do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she actually passed the bar or not. No. But, uh, yeah, I do remember hearing about that several years ago.
1: But uh, getting back to how they are sunsetting this, I do want to say that I respect that they are preventing f- future downloads, preventing... More in-app purchases going.
0: You can't spend any money in the game anymore.
1: And and um, it's you have access to the game until April eighth, right? And which means that uh, that's assuming you've already downloaded it. Um, So not just waiting to block people from spending more money all the way up until
0: you know. This is a. Fairly, I mean, sure, yeah, they could have just let people keep spending money. But this is pretty normal in the uh, freemium space when a game announces their end of service. Typically, yes, you can no longer Mm -hmm. block. You can spend whatever premium currency you still have. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But if you haven't spent it or if you you want to buy more, you can't. You can't, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not abnormal. I mean, they are giving people essentially three months notice. Mm Mm-hmm. There's three more months to enjoy the game. Right. Make your peace with it. Right. Um, Uh, Which
1: is sad. And, you know, if the developer was any kind of cool, well, EA, they're under EA, so I don't expect (laughs) anything. I don't expect anything. Um, But just hypothetically, they could move the game over to Steam or something like that and make it like an offline experience. And, you know... That's what I would do if yeah. it was my game. Like yeah. I would try to find a way to still, maybe it won't have in app purchases any longer. Right. I mean, know. there's
0: ways you can make. I mean,
1: but you still get to keep what you have.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: um, uh, in addition to them blocking the store, in game store, et cetera, they have the in game timer.
0: Yeah, this is rather ominous. It greets you when you log into the game, and it's just counting down the days and hours. Yeah. Until the sun sets <laughs> over Kim Kardashian Hollywood.
1: <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I mean interesting. Yeah. I don't
0: know that I've ever had a game that I've played where it was like, like a freemium
1: sunsetting process that involved that. I mean I've
0: played games that have that are no longer available. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever been playing a game up until that last moment. Yeah. You know? People like, are going to be
1: logged in at Watch. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, they they will be there waiting for the
1: There's gotta be, servers I to mean, get
0: unplugged. I mean, I used to do that when, like, WoW had a new expansion coming out. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to go into maintenance. Right. You know, so, like, there'd be, like, an in-game timer, like, counting down until maintenance, you know? Gotcha. But, like, I never... Seem like I, I mean, that. like, I, who knows when WoW's going to end. That game might be running until after I'm dead. Right.
1: Um, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like that moment would be worth one last animation or something from yeah. the developer. Like, yeah, this,
0: like it's like Kim comes up, you know, her avatar or something. There's, and fireworks. there's fireworks, of course. Yeah. Fireworks.
1: There's got to be something.
0: Champagne, like right. you're doing a little toasts with your or character. The Hollywood sign or something, which is
1: copyrighted, by the way. So, so may, probably may not.
0: not. Um, they could just have the word Holly in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Or like some, just part of the sign? Something. Just something. Yeah. Little
1: 10-second... I food. mean,
0: I, I've i seen MMOs that, like, no longer function. And I've seen, like, recordings of, like, mm-hmm. the games going down. And there, there are, like, things going on in the game leading mm-hmm. up to... I can't remember what game it was that I was... I had watched, but they had like done something crazy where they set like all these bosses loose and like the cities and stuff, wow. like just like going bonkers, you know, that's like crazy. going out with like a bang, you yeah. know, which I think is cool. There needs a... like that's like yeah. that cool like you can only experience it in that moment.
1: I mean, even a ten to twelve second interstitial animation over the screen yeah. is better than nothing, yeah. you know.
0: Thank you for playing. Yeah,
1: something. Um But yeah. I mean i good story, I like this topic. I have to admit that this episode, like all the topics are like on point for me oh well, thank you they're they're good and transmission.